Lord, we thank you. We cry for your help, Lord. Your help we have come to secure, Lord. If you will not help us, we will drown this month. If you will not help us, the wicked will catch up with us. If you will not help us, we will fall into their traps. If you will not help us, they can behead us. If you will not help us, they can pluck our side. If you will not help us, oh Lord, we will be frustrated. If you will not help us, we'll be confused. If you will not help us, we'll walk into darkness. If you will not help us, we'll not be fulfilled. We cry for your help, Lord. If you will not help us, the man of sin will catch up with us. If you will not help us, the corruption that is here on earth will catch up with us. If you will not help us to be defied, Lord, we pray for your help. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We need your help, Lord. If you will not help us, the weakness will continue. The sickness will keep ravaging our bodies. If you will not help us, we will bow down a lot to the wicked. If you will not help us, O oh Lord, the enemy will run over us. Like the psalmist in Psalm 121, we look on to the hills. Where else will our help come from? The help of our mothers, the help of our fathers, the help of our brothers, the help of your church. The help of this ministry, Lord, can only come from the one that made the heavens and the earth. Lord Jesus, we cry for your help, Lord. Let our eyes not move away from you, O Lord, to the world. We cry for your help, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We give glory to you. In Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. Connecting to God's help is a time of serious intercession in God's presence. I tell you, help will come your way. Today is a covenant day that the Lord has asked us to come to acknowledge him as our helper. Now, it's important to know this. Whenever a man in a journey of life remember that I am not complete in myself, that is when you see such a man crying for God's help. No one can ever cry for the help of God when he feels or he has the sense of sufficiency in himself. No man can ever in this life seek for help when he is sufficient in himself. He can seek for help from you. What is he seeking for help for? If you talk about car, he has it enough. House is there. For him, he went to school. So there is nothing he needs from you that will make him to say help. The people that seek for help is the people that pause in their life to remember. This is whom we are. Until a man discovers actually whom he is, he will not pause in his life 
to say, Lord, I need your help. No matter what I have acquired in life, I still need the help of God. The Bible made us to understand that man is like a grass. And it said, the grass is here today, and the next second, that grass withers. That is the definition of man. So man in himself cannot be sufficient. Man in himself can never be sufficient. That is why man must seek the help of his maker. Man must seek the help of his maker until the day he departs from this earth. Whenever we stop seeking the help of God, it shows that the man is beginning to finish. It takes humility in the heart for a man to know that actually I am not sufficient in myself. I need him always. I need thee every hour. Oh, gracious Lord. That is the song of that man. Every second he needs him. Every minute he needs him. Even after the victory of yesterday, he knows he needs him today to continue if he won't fail. And until we come to this realization, we can get ourselves into trouble. But I pray that God of heaven and earth will give us a great wisdom. That everyone and each of us will humble himself to know that he needs God every second. He needs to cry out every minute. Because you don't know the nest that the enemy is planning for you. Cast the dream of your ease away. Cast it away. You are in the midst of fools. Cast it away. We are waiting on the Lord. Crying for his help. To awaken our spirit man. To tell our spirit man there is still battle. If it's not against you mother. If it's not against you father. It's against your children. If it's not against your children, it's against your father and your mother. If it's not against your father and your mother, it's against your siblings. The enemy is not coming when you invite him. He comes even when you never invited him. When you are not even thinking about him. He comes looking for you. Be awake at every given time. In order for him not to snatch our children, even from our hands, or snatch our own life from our hands, I pray that God will give us a great understanding today in the mighty name of Jesus. I share this word with you. God will not give you only thing that your eyes will see. Much more than that, the thing that the eyes of men cannot see. Hallelujah. Now look at these steps to enjoy steadily God's help from above. These steps to enjoy steadily is a steady enjoyment of the help of God. God does not want this help to break he wanted to be a continuous one. He brought us here today to look at those things that are very important. Now, number one is for you to retrieve yourself in humility. For you to retrieve yourself in humility. To be with the Lord for a check-in. To be with the Lord for a check-in. Most of the people that God started helping, the help stopped on the way. Why? They have not learned the secret of withdrawing themselves to be with the Lord for a check. There is no man here on earth that one time or the other, he didn't have a breakthrough. But when the man was no more checking, when he was relaxed, when he was at ease, the enemy striked. 
When he was at ease, the enemy striked. So the first step God wants us to take, if we must get it right with the Lord, is for we to ensure that we show pride in our heart. It is pride that makes a man not to withdraw himself and stay with the Lord for the shaking. Last time I went to spa. So when I got to spa, I look at the whole place was closed. I said, what is the problem here? They say, we are taking stock. I say, me, you are taking stock. For how long is it going to last? They say, whole day. We are not going to sell today. From morning to night, they won't sell. They say, forget about selling today. We are taking stock today. Can you imagine man taking stock of milk? Taking stock of meat. In order for him to know whether he's getting it right or wrong. Whether the business should continue or not. Not minding the money they will lose for the day. A lot of cars parked there. Say what is happening? They say we're not selling today. No matter how you needed to buy, they say we won't sell. No matter how much you want to buy, they say we won't sell. We want to take stock. If you must succeed in whatever you are doing in life, whether your own life, whether your business, whether your children, if you stop taking stock about how your children live their life, they waste. By the time they waste, you cannot be able to recover them back again. If you have a business, you don't know how to take stock. By the time you realize it, the people you employ to do the business for you, they would have eaten the capital off without you knowing that are eating the capital off without you knowing. Or you yourself would have eaten the capital off without you knowing. Because you'll be busy spending. By the time you realize it, the whole business will sink. To collapse. Now God started saying to us first. Why is it that many of us are breaking down? We are not getting it the way it should be. We have refused to take stock. We have refused to retrieve and say let me stay with God. Lord, I have submitted myself to you. Let's take stock of my life. How did I run my life? Connecting to God's self simply means come and take stock with God of your life before you continue running it. Don't run again. Stop. Take stock. The day of taking stock, you must off everything. Off your phone. It's not the day to make gain because some of the gains you made the past month might be false gain. And God needed you to sit down and take stock. Take stock. You must learn to take stock of your life before you continue. Your life ought to be better. They know the area they have to adjust. They know the people they need to sack. They know things to do and things not to do. They now say, okay, let's open by tomorrow. We can continue. If there's anything that happened there wrong, they would have closed it tomorrow. If you come, they will tell you, no, we cancel again. We are fixing some things. That is what has destroyed many children of God. Lack of taking stock. Lack of humbling yourself to take a proper stock with God. Because the only one who can take stock of the life of man is God. Proper stock is only God. He is the one that knows the gift he gave to you. All the equipment he has put in you. How much he has invested inside you. Only him knows. And only him can tell you whether you are maximizing it or you are wasting it. Whether you are becoming hopeless, whether you are becoming useless, whether you are becoming a failure or not. 
Only God can tell you that. I want to beg you today to hear God and hear him fast. If you hear him, your life will be good. If you see people that take proper stock, they might not eat from morning to night. It's when they finish, they will now give them food to eat because they know they have labored. And that's why we say to you, you have to take stock, not just taking stock and be licking ice cream. You don't take stock and be eating the love rice. You cannot be able to take proper stock. You can't. Taking stock demands total concentration. Total dedication. Total commitment. If that stock you're taking you will not make a mistake, you need to be committed. You need to be dedicated. You need to concentrate. Do you know in taking stock, if you count something and count it, and you discover you didn't know what you count again, do you know it might make your work to be times two? You have to start afresh in order to understand what you're doing. Can somebody understand what I'm saying here? He even uses things that you see every day to teach you so that you can understand and follow him. That is why he said, today is a day acceptable unto me. A day acceptable unto me. Why? It is a day of talk taking. If your life must flow well, it's a day of stock taking. And what is the next thing we need to look at? Any day of talk taking, that day, there are certain things you cannot make light of. The day of stock taking. The day of stock taking, there must be book. There must be big. Do you take stock without biro? Without long notes? You take stock with biro and long notes. And they are taking stock. If they finish counting needle, they will say how many? Big ones? 25. Small ones? 50. They move to soap. Locks? Small one? 1,000. Big one? 40. They will write it down. Why are they writing it down? Record keeping. For them not to forget it. They write it down. He asks you to separate yourself so that you can take stock. So that you can know whether you are progressing or whether you are not doing what progressing. The thing that is making you not to progress so that he can correct those things and release you. Then you see progress will come. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. Come now and let us reason together. Say the Lord. What do you understand there? Come let us take talk. Come now and let us reason together. Come now. What does he mean? Stop selling. Stop doing the things you are doing. Close. Finish everything. Sit down. Let's do what? Let's take stock. That word now means everything you're doing, do what? Close it. Come now. Not tomorrow. Not next tomorrow. Don't tell him, let me finish this one I'm doing. No. Stop. Come now. Let us take stock of how you have run your life from this time to this time. Before you can move an age, how I wish any day God calls you, any day he said, come now. I stop what I'm doing. I stop it. Stock taking is not a thing you do once in a year. Some will do their own stock taking three times in a month. They want to be sure. Now God said, come now. Let us reason together. I gave you this. I gave you this. I gave you that. How have you spent it? I gave you this grace. I gave you this one and that one. How have you spent it? I gave you wisdom. I gave you this and that and that. How have you spent it? And for some of us, 
the thing that God raises at times, it looks as if it doesn't make sense. For some of us, when we sit down, as we are taking stock with God, the major place God will touch is your mouth. He says, your mouth has caused you so many troubles. For some of us, he will show us our heart. He said, this is how dishonest you have been. For some of us, he will show us, this is how wicked you have been. For some of us, he will show us, this is how you have been walking with deceit in your heart. Even as you are going, I saw you last time in your heart. You are looking at the girl. You are looking at her breast. You are looking at her bum bum. You know, even you started lusting after her in your heart. But you still come and sat down in the church. They say, praise God, you say amen. But in your heart, you have an issue. And these are things God says, sit down. Let's talk. Let's discuss it. And tidy these things. You are still calling yourself a child of God. But your eyes is lost in after everything that you see. Everything. You get angry when you see there's no money in your pocket. You fight people anyhow. You gossip. You trouble people anyhow. God said, let's take stock. Let's take stock. You get so furious. God said, do you know all these things will hinder you? How do you relate with unbelievers? How do you relate with God? How often do you sit with God's word? How have you handled the resources that God passed through your hands in the past? God said, let's take stock. You say, no. We are not going to sit down all this while and be taking stock. Why? We can't. It's too much from morning to night. You just sit and say you're taking stock. No. The time is too much. Tomorrow again, you see trouble will start again. Hallelujah. Now, the question is, this very stock that God is asking you to take is compulsory. If God must bless you, it's compulsory. In my work with God, I discover it is compulsory. That whenever God wants to bless you, what he will first do is come, let us reason. There are certain matters we need to settle. If we don't settle it, you won't go forward. If you, we don't settle it, you won't go forward. And why is he trying to settle that matter? He wants to remain righteous God. He don't want the devil to accuse him for blessing you. He wants to bless us. But he don't want the accuser to accuse him. Why are you blessing this man who is behaving like this? Of what use is he to you? Now, he's asking us to come to take stock in order for him to do what he wants to do in our lives. And what does he want to do in our lives? Whenever we come, look at that. He knows that a man whom God has not counted sins against his blessing, he knows. God knows that if God will not keep record of sin against you, you are a blessed man. He knows that. So that is why he said, come, let's take stock. Psalm 32. I will read from Living Bible. He said, what happiness for those whose guilt has been forgiven? What joys when sins are covered over? What relief for those who have confessed their sins and God has cleared their record? <laughs> I'll read it once again. He said, what happiness for those whose guilt has been forgiven? What joys when sins are covered over? What relief for those who have confessed their sins and God has cleared their record. 
No record of unrighteousness. No record of sin. No record of backbiting. No record of anger. No record of bitterness. No record of masturbation. No record of fornication. No record of lying. No record of dishonest gains. No record of all these things. Gossiping. No record of wickedness of any kind. No record of covetousness. God has cleared their record. They are no more guilty. And they don't have guilt for that again. He said how happy and how blessed that these ones are. So whenever God is asking, come, let's take stock. He understands perfectly well that if he can bring you to that realm, that you're already blessed. He knows that. People get offended when God said, let me follow my way of getting people blessed. They say, no. How can you follow that way? Every day you are saying the same thing. Every day you are saying the same thing. Just bless us. Bless us. Bless us. Just bless us. God say no. That blessing is the one that pastor will just crook and say you are blessed. But actually if I will bless you. This is the process. We must sit down and take stock. In order for me to show you the loopholes in your life. And when I clear up the record. As you agree. You are blessed. You'll be blessed that way. Now look at three. There was a time when I wouldn't admit what a sin I was. But my dishonesty made me miserable and filled my days with frustration. My dishonest way of life makes my life miserable and it brought frustration in my life. Is there any area I am getting it wrong? Maybe I don't know. Oh God, let me not get off from this place with dishonest heart of any kind. Let me not get off from this place with any trace of anything called sin. That is the way he takes talk with men. On this hung everything we are talking about. He refused to go and stay with God to take stock. Instead of him to take stock. So that God can free him. And release his blessing upon him. Because he's a son. He refused. He refused. He refused to stay with God. They run away from taking stock. They say no. He will start seeing so many things about us. He starts showing us so many things that we are doing wrong. He starts telling us, oh, you are doing this, you are doing that. I don't want anybody that will tell me that. Just bless me. Bless me. Today is a day of taking stock. And stock taking is all about God searching your inmost being. You fight to quarrel. That's why you see some parents cursing their children. When you sit with God, this day of taking stock, he will show you, you are not building. You are killing them. God would have showed you. The children would have grown. But you have used your mouth to kill all of them. As they are growing, you are cursing them. And the Bible says, whatever a man sow, that shall he reap. So this day is the day that God wants to sit you down. And check the kind of friends you are moving with. Since you claim you are born again, what kind of friends do you have? When you sit down, he will tell you, that man you call friend shouldn't be your friend. If he continue calling him friend, look at what will happen. 
Have you not heard my word as it? You should not be equally yoked together with unbelievers. What does righteousness have to do with unrighteousness? What does he that believe have to do with he that believe not? If you continue walking with him, you will keep sowing the wrong seed in your heart. When you sit with him, if you tell him about Jesus, you will be telling him that. But how can you know that? Is he not taking stock? He's taking stock. Many that refuse to take stock, that's how they married. You don't know how to take stock. You don't know how to take stock. A young man is beginning to lust after a lady. Instead of him to go back to God, God will be saying, come, come my son, let's take stock. You are going, you are going. Like some told them, it is normal, you know, it is just a normal thing. A normal thing between boys and girls. From the normal thing, you won't retrieve to take stock and say, Lord, no, the one I'm feeling now is becoming dangerous. Take stock. If you take stock, they will see, the Lord will deliver you from that thing. Immediately he will deliver you. Because God wants us to be blessed. He wants to send us mighty help that the world cannot be able to explain. How are these people being blessed? How are these people being blessed? Check the whole scriptures. Whenever the enemies of Israel want to cut up with them, what do they do? They introduce sin in their midst. Whenever they want to catch them, they simply introduce sin. They know that won't introduce the sin. They catch the sin. They are finished. What will God do? He will leave them. God has not changed. God has not changed. And he can never change. He is still the same. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. We have seen many parents that scattered their children's marriage. They scattered it. Why? Because them could not settle down for their own life. They thought they are helping them. But they never helped them for once. Are you understanding? That's why we must pray to guide you well. And you must heed to the voice of God. Are you understanding? To follow the instructions. So God knew that this is a problem. We don't want to settle down and take proper stock. Some of us, our tongue is long like this. God said, if you take stock, it will give you shape. And set your mouth well. But if you refuse, you have a problem. For some, their hands too long. It can enter any pocket from afar. But when we withdraw and stay with God, what will he do? He will shorten the hand. And make it to stay within the circumference of the will of God. For some, their neck is like giraffe neck. They can never stay one place. Even if you put cage, you will think you have captured them. They will come very close and stretch their neck. But if we return to God to take stock, God will begin to show us where we are getting it wrong. And he will bring us back because he don't want our life to bring shame to him. He wants our life to bring glory to him. He wants our life to become a challenge to the world. He don't want us to just confess that we are children of God. Why our life is opposite. Even the people around us will testify. This one don't know God. That is a problem. And when such a thing is happening. God will say. Why won't he leave all these things he's doing. And repeat first. And take stock of his life. So that I can amend the life. And send him out again. He will still be busy. He belongs to service arm. He belongs to this one. God said no. It's not service arm. I say come. Let us reason together. We want to take stock of your life. Leave those things you are doing.
Don't just jump and say you are serving. Sit down and get God's word first. I am not interested in the service you give. When your life is not proper, the service you are giving is useless to God. Giving holy things unto dogs, like Jesus said. So, so many holy things have been given to dogs. If they finish, they still go back again to their vomit. They serve as usher on Sunday, but their girlfriends come. Many of them pregnant. They are not married, but they are serving as ushers. What a mockery they are bringing to the body of Christ. God's standard is standing strong. You can't change it. God is not gathering goats. He's gathering sheep. He's gathering children that he can call and depend on. And he knows the standard. The standard is that there must not be any dishonest life. Every form of dishonesty must finish. It must finish. Hallelujah. Every form of dishonesty must do what? It must finish. It must finish. It must finish completely. So we must not be that kind of children of God that will not retrieve to ask God to check us. Let's take stock. I don't wait for God. I will run, run, run. I will return back. Lord, I came for stock taking. Because you won't even know when you start doing wrong. You won't even know when you are walking away. You won't even know when you start collecting bribe. When you start lying. You won't even know when your heart has been twisted to make small gain. You won't even know when you are beginning to do things that are wrong. You won't even know when pride has come into your heart. You won't even know when you are beginning to move away from the Lord. That's why most of the people, before they could recover them, they are finished already. Nobody could recover them again. Because the place they found themselves is the place whereby they cannot be recovered again. And that's why God is speaking to you today. And look at why he's saying that again. For all day and all night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water on the sunny day. So you see the problem of the children of God? Their frustration, their struggle. If that child of God has gone to God and checked all his most being, there's no problem. And the enemy came to afflict him. There is a way out. God will send him help immediately. He will get out of that thing immediately. The enemy cannot afflict a child of God who always takes stock and there's nothing that is in him. When he comes like a flood, the Lord will raise his standard against the enemy. He says, it's not this one. You can't do him anything. You cannot kill him. You cannot afflict him. Help is there. I am there for him. But if you're not taking stock, when the thing has choked you so much that you can't even bear it, like the Bible said, our body pains us. Our heart is troubled. Everywhere, we cannot say we still own it. Because we are no more taking stock. Look at five. He said, until I finally admitted all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide them. I said to myself, I will confess them to the Lord and you forgive me. All my guilt is gone. You have certain things in your heart and you are keeping it. Nobody knows about it. And God is saying, how would this person prosper? How does he want to receive my help. Am I going to help him to continue in that wickedness? 
There are so many things we do that we think it doesn't mean anything. Just check the smallest lie that comes out of this mouth. If you are sensitive in the spirit, you will know that God immediately withdrew himself. Why is he still watching you? For some, they are still smiling. God will understand. They will crown it. That as of that time, he just lost God. He's still satisfied. And say, can have back and be going. And these are things God said we should look at. You must say today, you cannot speak lie again forever. You must talk to your heart. You cannot harbor any deceit. These are the people God said I will help. You must say, no deceit will come from my mouth. When you come out, you are saying nothing. But in your heart, you are saying nothing. God sees your heart. When you stay in your closet, maybe in your room, you are gossiping somebody. When you come out in the open, you are smiling with a person. God said, look at them. How can this be a child of God? You will speak evil of people. You will come out in the open. You speak good of them. Who are you? Are you not a deceiver? You are a deceiver. You are a complete deceiver. Do you know all these things makes God to hold back his hand? He said, am I helping him to continue with that? So what kind of help do we help this one? Is it not to call him back first so that he can take stock of his life? If he continues like that, it's going to end badly. God doesn't bless people on top of sin. You can't be in sin and God is blessing you. You can't be misbehaving and God is blessing you. If you're a proper child of God, once he sees sin in you, he will peg you. In order for you to have a rethink and come back to him, he will now show you the path and now pour the blessing again. The same way we can't see our children misbehaving and we are giving them coke and giving them akara. The same way God can never see you misbehaving and be blessing you. Somebody will say, what about this people? It is not God that is blessing them. When you have blessing in sin, you will not think well. You will not be reasoning well. If somebody comes to tell you about sin, what will you tell the person? Go upon. Would that justify that God has lifted him and now choose to make this one to be purpose? Look at the next one. He said, now, I say that each believer should confess his sins to God when he is aware of them. Why there is time to be forgiven? Judgment will not touch him if he does. Judgment will not touch him if he does. Every believer, quickly say, God, if you have done wrong, I have done wrong. Don't argue with him if you want to receive help from God. This is what is pegging many children of God. Stop arguing with God. Stay in with him. Cry to him. Ask him to search out your inmost being. We have so many stubborn Christians. Very stubborn. Even when you are telling them what the Bible said, they say, which Bible? Get out of this place. Get out of this place. Which Bible? Did you understand what I'm saying? And that can make God not to send help to you. Why I'm sharing this thing with you people that there are certain things you might be doing that you won't think is sin. But God calls it sin. But when you go to take stock, he will show it to you. But if you refuse to take stock, you won't see it. You will not see it. You will just sit there and think everything is good. But for God, what is it? So if they sit down and be praying, help, help. God will say, no help. Help is not coming. So today, will you check your life? I want to stop. 
Look at verse 7. He said, you are my hiding place from every storm of life. Can somebody say amen? Listen. God is your hiding place. That's why you can't make light of him. Everything he asks you to do, better do it all. Not when trouble comes, you start crying. Help me. And that is the way we behave. Why not tidy yourself before the trouble comes? No trouble can catch up with you. It's not possible. He said, you are my hiding place from every storm of life. You even keep me from getting into trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. God will surround you with songs of victory. I say he will surround you with songs of victory. You see, in this first day, if you didn't do it today, go back and say, say Lord, please, I cry to you. Search my inmost being. I have always told women, and I won't stop saying it. I keep saying it, and I'll keep saying it, because that is trouble with many women. Go and check the women that understood that their home is like heaven on earth. Go and check them. They understood that the beauty is not plating good hair. Wearing nice apples, perfume, and the rest of them, cat walking. They knew that is not the beauty. The beauty is inside. They are quiet. They are humble. They submit to their husband in all things. They submit to their husband in what? All things. You will never hear trouble there one day. Every place will be calm. Quietness. If the father of the house call her, she will quickly answer. The children will follow her. You see, that man will always respect her. Until we do that, we say struggle in our lives. You see many people, their heart is beginning to fail. Marriage is so wonderful, so glorious, so deep. Now, what is God saying to you today? Will you go? I don't know your own area. But I can guarantee you, the way he does to me, I have never gone to him crying. Not for food, not for water, not for anything. These are things that the eyes of men can see. But I know there are eternal blessings that he gives forgiveness of sin, for him to pour the major blessing. God fears any sinner. He fears them. What God gives to them is crumbs. What they can eat today and just take and go. God fears them. He can commit major blessing into their hands. God can never commit major blessing into their hands. God can never make a sin a priest. He can't. Can God make a sinner, please? Do you know what it means? Now, what are we talking about? Understand it. Eternal blessing. That's what God wants to give to you. Eternal blessing. Are we ready to go back to God and say, Lord, search me out? Everything in my life, search it out. I will humble myself to obey. When you go to God with humble heart, as soon as he finishes with you, get ready, you'll be blessed. I say, get ready. The blessing will hit you. It will hit you big in the name of Jesus. That car, before the car came, God needed to know what I would do. Whether this thing is teaching me, am I learning it? I sat down inside here. Somebody came with khaki and dropped the khaki on my desk and said, Pastor, pray for me. I need three things. Number one, I want to go to Europe. Number two, I want to be the highest goal scorer. Number three, I want to be in the national team. And I've decided to sow my car. And I have big money in my account. I want to sow all of them. So that God will open the door. As he was still saying it, God said he's a sinner. 
I don't need his money. Let him give his soul to me. I could hear God say, they cannot cheat you. Don't let them cheat you. You are my servant. I kept you here. And you know the reason. It's for the souls of men to be saved. Not for car to come to you. Don't exchange his soul car. Refuse. Refuse. I keep my hand like this. My hand was on the table. I bring it down. That it won't near the key. <laughs> I say, brother, God said it's your soul in it. He was looking at me. God said, give your life to Christ. He will do the three things for you. Keep your car. Keep your money. He was looking at me like this. I say, are you ready to give your life to Christ? You know that kind of a thing. Huh? He just say, eh, eh, eh. I say, Father, he said he has given himself to you. Please take him. <laughs> he finished. I left. He carries car, carries money. They move away. Do you know, by the time I got to my house, I could see there's peace in my spirit. Two weeks after, somebody walked in with two keys, all the documents of car, that is far better than his own, and dropped it there. Is there any trace of sin you know? Can you settle it with God? Can you pray and say, Lord, help me? Pray now and say, Lord, please ask God to search your inmost be. Who told you anger is not sin? Or you think it's not sin? Can you ask God today to help you? Irritations in your life, you think it's nothing. Gossiping, you think it's nothing. Backbiting, you think it's nothing. Can we begin to cry to God? Not submitting to your husband, you think it's nothing. Not telling your wife everything you're doing, you think it's nothing. Oh, having unbelievers as your friend, you think it's nothing. And those things are things that can make a man not to receive even help from God. Can you pray to them and say, Lord, I get out of this thing. Such my inmost being. Such my inmost being. Is your husband telling you something? You are not in your head. But in your heart, you have made up your mind on what to do. Can you say, no, it won't continue like this again. I will be an honest person. Honest person completely all the days of my life. So that I can receive help from God. Honest person so that I can receive help from God. Honest person. Search my inmost being. Do you want that home to succeed? Start with you, mother. Start with you, father. Start with you. Leave your children alone. When they see the way you people are behaving, they will follow on. Can you pray today and say, Lord, help me. Search my inmost being. I don't want to jump up and down and look for blessing where blessing is not. Why I carry all this nyama nyama in my life? I must settle these things in my life. No gossiping. I will speak words that will edify others. I will not have another thing in my heart. My mouth will be speaking another thing. I will not be a deceiver. If you are a deceiver, the blessing will not come. Can you pray to that and say, Lord, help me. Help me in my walk with you. Change my way of living. Give me a miracle of a changed heart. Give me a miracle of a changed heart. I will not be lost after women. I will not be lost after them in my heart. I will not lost after men. Lord, help me now in the name of Jesus. I will not be disobedient. I'll be a humble child of God. I will receive blessings that come from you. Heavens will open over you. Miracle of a changed heart. Stubbornness is not good. The Bible said it's like a sin of witchcraft. Stubbornness must leave you. Rebellion spirit must leave you. You must not be rebellious. You must not be a child of the world if you are here. And you have not given your life to Christ. May I say to you, you cannot be able to obey God.
until you give your life to Jesus. Can you pray today and say, Lord, please help me. I am ready. I am ready to finally now submit. Finally, I want to confess all my sins. Finally, I want to confess all of them. I don't want to keep them anymore. Finally, I've decided to stop at this bus stop. To make a U-turn. Finally, finally, finally today is the day. I must divorce sin forever. I must say no to it. I must live an honest life. Completely from today. Lord, I need a miracle of a change of heart. Miracle of a change of heart. That is what I need in my life today. I mustn't be a gossiper. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meeting, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sport Circle at Suzuki 23, C2C Plaza, Bucketty Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090-60-222-330. Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.